Mandy. Hey. I found you. <laughs> Find your people and we found each other. Look, we have been world travelers and we will be world travelers, especially you, ma'am, um, here lately. And I am glad that we are back this week. This is our Thanksgiving episode. And Woo-hoo. one of the biggest things I'm thankful for this year is you, my friend. <laughs> Amen. Back at you. This is so much fun. And I have just loved every minute. I can't believe we're on, we're 15 episodes in. Girl, we're doing it. One, five. It's crazy. It's so fun. Uh, We're so fun. We are. (laughs) So maybe I want to hear all about your travels. I've kind of peripherally watched. And then I was like, don't ask her questions because then we'll we'll talk about it on the podcast. (laughs) But I'm so excited to hear how everything went. I remember when uh, I used to watch Kelly and Regis uh, a lot, and they yeah. would always talk about the fact they didn't talk off camera. They saved it all. So listen, yeah. we're just Kelly and Regis. Look, um, who's Regis in this situation? <laughs> me. <laughs> I don't know. Look, my, one of my very good friends here at Candler, who I just adore and adore even more, said the other day he's a hindu priest he said the other day um what do you mean you were born in 1977 katie i thought you were 37 at most god bless him and i said you just knocked a decade off buddy you're now my favorite (laughs) amen amen um well when last i left y'all in the closet in uh nashville (laughs) truth I was getting ready to go to the Ryman yep. to see Lucas Nelson. Highly recommend. It was such a great show. Um, my friend Elizabeth and I went to City House, which is uh, one of our favorite places. Although I will say it solidified the fact that I don't like fall food. Really? I mean, I like it fine, but it's not Those like summer food. things. Like Elizabeth and I go in the summer and spring and the summer is when we've previously been to city house and we could order the whole menu. Like we really Mm. have to control ourselves. Uh And this time we were really struggling to figure out what we wanted other than the soup that was Elizabeth said to the waitress. I feel like it's like the all you can eat soup at Olive Garden, (laughs) which you know, it did have those flavor profiles. Sure, they it, love being compared to Olive Garden. It was excellent. They actually thought it was funny. They just, <laughs> yeah. It was very good. Highly recommend City House if you're ever in Nashville. But and then we uh Uber, we scheduled all of our Ubers. Love it. Because it was the same night as CMAs. Yep. Um, and got there fine, left at 10 during like the last song, scooted out, got home. It was great. So that was super fun and he and it was a great show he's fabulous um we've talked about it before you had seen him before i had not seen oh, him oh isn't he great yeah and really if you is. close your eyes i swear to you he sounds just like his daddy right and it's, it's so fun yeah it's band was fun like his yep. bass player was fun it was always like a good bass player yep um which brings me to a story from Macon, one of my law school classmates who I saw on Friday night at my 20 year law school reunion. Love it. Uh, he told me, I can't remember, we were talking about somebody's kid um, who had just taught themselves to play cello. And I was like, you know, I always wanted to play the bass. And my friend Wesley Person said, I 
could see you doing that. Yeah. And this is why I love Leslie Person. Um, but yeah, so then I left Nashville. I headed to Macon for my law school reunion. It was so fun. It's so we started with a reception at the law school. And for those of you that don't know, the law school at Mercer is basically one long hall. Mm-hmm. And all of the classrooms are off those that, that one hall. Yeah. Um, and then there's a there's a lounge at one end. Um, and so, you know, it's just sort of the gathering place automatically yeah. of everybody. And typically for your first two years, um, not definitely your first year, but then on to some classes in your first in your second year, the whole class would just be split up into two classes. And so like for contracts or criminal law or right. like the basic stuff, our entire class would be there at the same time. We would just be in two different classrooms. And that was the case on 9-11 mm-hmm. when we had an eight o'clock class that got out at like 8.55 or nine, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And so we all ended up in that lounge watching everything go down and that's where that reception was and it it's wild really how much all of us are just like oh god that that, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's why we're so close um we were always close like you hear horror stories about your first year of law school and how competitive it is yeah. that was never the case with us um and then 9-11 happened at the very beginning of our second year mm-hmm so I don't, you know, I, so we were already close. So I think maybe that just solidified it, but we really are just extremely close. It's the, my friend Barrett that I saw in Chattanooga the weekend before he was saying, he, you know, he said something about it. Like, it doesn't matter to me if you were in my class, like I'm going to help you. Like if you yeah. move here and you were in my class, like, like it's it, that's done. We're, yeah. we're, we're a team. Um, so it was just really great to see all of those folks. And then we had a dinner Friday night at the Piedmont brewery. Don't you love that place? So fun. It was great. Had a great time. Um, and then I met up with my sorority sisters about six, I think of my pledge sisters were in town and they had gone to dinner and then they were at the society garden. Love it. So I hopped in an Uber and went went over to Ingleside to society garden and there was really nobody there but us. And so I ordered one drink there and then they're like, well, let's go back downtown. So we ended up back downtown at Hummingbird, which allows smoking inside. Yep. They sure do, which is so very different. <laughs> I woke up, you know, like yep. I went to bed thinking I really should wash my hair because yep. um, I felt like I had been to Daryl's. Look legendary bacon spot baby. even though i did not matriculate making in college i um i definitely went to club d and that's you could take your clothes off when you got home and they would stand up they would on their stand feet. up mm-hmm. it was awful it was it awful was that's what i smelled like that's what i smelled like when i got in the bed on friday night i may have also done a shot Tabitha may have bought us shots and I was like I'm sorry we're almost 50 years old what are we doing look I used to do shots when I traveled for Geico before major toe shows we would all take a shot together so I have done them recently but like not often well and then what's even better is like my memory 
when I drink is zero and it goes backwards. So I didn't even remember we had done a shot until somebody posted a picture of it, like on Sunday. And I was like, oh, I forgot we did a shot. Anyway. Okay. So goal in life now is for us to do one together and then forget. Oh boy. Oh boy. (laughs) Well, we'll forget it properly. So it's fine. There you go. It won't matter, will it? (laughs) No. Does it even count? Well, we go to hot springs. (laughs) so anyway so then uh saturday woke up the weather was abysmal it was cold and rainy in macon georgia who knew who knew um but we still we went to the tailgate um which is just crazy that that all exists i know i mean nuts we played Stanford, by the way oh so for those that don't know mercer didn't have football for almost like a hundred years or something crazy like that like they quit like before world war ii maybe before um, world war one i think i think so like a, a long long time and had great basketball sanford always played mercer and basketball and soccer and all kinds of other things but never had football and this is like in the last 10 years 10 years they have added football back and they've done really well and it's been well received in the community and it is really weird. It's wild. It really is wild. Super fun. Yeah, so different um, though. But yeah, so we ended up, they were, uh, they've got an area now where they set up all the tents. You know, everybody has their tent. Yeah. Um, it was the 150th anniversary of the KA chapter being established at wow. Mercer. Oh, so wow. they were having a big uh, Some deal. of my exes are probably, were probably there. <laughs> um so it was super fun we'll to talk see about that later though <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was super fun to see all those guys yeah. um the law school catered our tailgate with bears den stop it the best always a win love it um and then it's funny so about that it had quit raining and and then right as the game started, it started raining again. And my friend Shauna, who works at Mercer, um, it, you know, had been busting her hunt working, but she and I were going to watch the game together, sit, sit together and watch the game so we could at least catch up. And so she came to the law school tent about the time it started raining. And we we're like, uh, we're just going to sit here for yeah. a little bit. And then it kept raining. And we said, I said, they've got bourbon at the KA tent. So we decided to go over to the KA tent. Why would you not? Uh, hang out there for a while we and then we ended up going in the field house and watching the the end of the game the second half up there so that was really fun but and then got up sunday morning was going to try to go to lunch at the aforementioned h and h or actually brunch yep um but the line was too long and i had a long drive home so yeah i just failed but i will say that you uh there was a picture on facebook you saw my favorite human who's that bill uh, I have known Bill. since I was a small child. Bill Sembridge is my favorite human being. He dated my cousin Molly Martin. You know he's from Moultrie. Yeah. Like yeah. you could know Bill for more than five minutes and not and know. not know he was from Moultrie. So Molly dated Bill like long, like in the eighties, like long. The same time Molly ago. that used to take you to the Indian mounds. Yes, same Molly um dated bill stembridge oddest couple but sweetest couple he every time i see him reminds me of that i'm like i know bill i've known you since i was eight i get it 
And then you told me that story every time I've every seen time you. Every time I see you. And then, you know, I worked for Saxe, who Bill did too. And so we reconnected there and have been just friends, good friends ever since. And then he goes to Mulberry. So I took his offering. And every time, every time <laughs> I was the usher and took his offering, he would look at me and say, Don't cash this till next week. <laughs> Like Bill, you got so much money, you don't need to worry about. It. They've got buildings named after you at Mercer now, so don't talk to me about cashing your check. But he thought he was a hilarious. God, I love him. And then there pops up your little picture with him, and I was like, "Those are my two favorite people in the same place." And I was listen. So I was standing in line to get food in the um in the field house, and Shauna goes. Shauna just pointed, and I was like. I know. Last time I was at the Barry, he, you know, looks around, you know, has Bill can, you know, got to scan the crowd. And he saw me and he went, <gasps> and he just pointed at me. And I was like, yeah, it's me. I'm here. It's and awesome. I got a big old hug. And he was just so excited to see me. And I just love him. Yeah. That was, that was one of my more popular pictures on the uh, social medias of everybody who loves yeah. Bill. Sweet, sweet man he's the best but so tell us what's been going on with you so you know while you were outside in the rain and the wind and the cold and making i was up here inside watching football um the late so auburn is bowl eligible first of all hallelujah praise the lord what the heck happened that was quite the game we have turned things around and i'm so excited um but let's face it mississippi state is not a tough team to play neither was arkansas so we got an easy kind of end of our schedule but uh speaking of mississippi state the axe is starting to fall y'all it's that time of the season jumbo and now mississippi state i'm taking bets with people of who's next can't wait to listen to the big boot cast this week. Oh, Both their teams lost their Both of them. <laughs> yep. Look, I thought the Gus Malzahn $20 million payout was, first of all, well worth it. Well worth <laughs> it. I was not on the Gus bus. I had pulled the chain to get off the Gus bus years before Gus Malzahn got the axe. But $75 million to get Jimbo gone is a pretty penny. Lot, lotto money. And uh, I'll be real interested to see who steps up and takes that job on. It's a lot. It's a lot. The other thing that really stood out, and you sent me something today about it, you know, game day was at in Athens. Um, Pat McAfee said two things I thought were real interesting. Pat McAfee said, uh, first of all, that he was probably not coming back to game day next year, that it was not apparently his crowd that there had been so many complaints about pat that he would not be back but i don't know we'll see it could have been feigning like oh you don't love me sir but i'd be like oh we love you pat come back come back i don't think that's it though the second thing he said that just in passing as part of his bigger story about athens um was you know everybody was saying you took david pollock's spot you little so-and-so and he was getting cussed out which i've gotten cussed out by many a georgia fan old lady georgia fan so i feel you pat on that one i feel you <laughs> they're the worst oh, um, he was like mm, i mean I, i'm not the reason that david Pollock got fired just saying 
He said uh, that on game day? He did. Which I think is real interesting that he would be like, there's more to that story. I mean, he didn't say anything. He's like, I love David Pollock, just like everybody else, but I'm not the reason. I think that's interesting. He talked about it at all. He did. Well, I think he got cussed out too much. And then you sent me the the article today. I didn't realize that that chant that he did the whole time on game day was really about the red cape marching man because I've only heard the drunk Georgia fan version of it. So the red (laughs) coats can get all up in their feelings about it. Listen, but the whole crowd knew that version. So I'm just saying maybe it's not really about y'all anymore. Sorry. Listen, these musicians, they can get all up in their fields. They were a little butthurt about it. Butthurt a little... is the theme of the day. <laughs> right? Woo. By the way, it makes me think of um, our boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. And can Ooh. I just say... This isn't on our agenda, y'all, going yeah. off. But my gosh, how delightful. I love It's the entire situation, including the fact that every woman yes. that I know, whether they are a Travis Kelsey fan or a Taylor Swift fan or a fan of neither, are just loving this romance. Yeah. Well, I think, um, and... I'm editing myself in my head because there's some things I don't talk about on here. But I think having someone, we see her have someone that is more of an equal in his field that she is in her field and someone that is just thrilled to death <laughs> to be with her and doesn't want to put on a hoodie and hide. Right. Um, that's kind of what we all want, guys. Let me just throw that out there. We want somebody who is not going to make us be submissive to them. Um, Paul, Best thank you for that. Best of luck yeah. with that one. Thanks, letter to Paul. Um, Corinthians. And then um, the and other Jesus thing. Look, oh, I struggle okay. with Paul. You finish one thing and then I have to remind me I have to say something. Okay. Keep going. Um, I struggle with Paul. That's another topic for another podcast. Probably we could do it here too, though. Um, or that we want somebody that's going to be excited to be with us and to help us in our endeavors and we can help in theirs. Is that too much to ask for a partnership and not a dictatorship? Apparently, apparently it's too much to ask. So when we see it, we love it. And I really think that we're loving this. Um, so my quote of the weekend in making somebody okay. asked about one of our former classmates and I said, well, she's on Facebook. She's become really Jesus forward. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sorry. It made me laugh. I don't know where it came from. She's real Jesus forward. Jesus forward. And people. Okay. I don't think it's compliment that, No. She talks it's, about Jesus a lot. The the and look, the biggest compliment I've gotten as a minister is that she's exactly the same as she was before she went to Candler. I do talk about Jesus more on the internet just because it's your job. 
it's my job now and it's a good marketing tool but like i'm you know i don't even think of you as being jesus forward i'm not jesus forward jesus knows that and he i think he uses that about me to say that anybody you don't have to be extra special to do anything i can use literally anyone (laughs) i can use her and if i could use her you know yeah jesus lord y'all write it down y'all write it yeah doing it doing it Uh, anyway i love it okay so i'm gonna move in us into our thanksgiving section and look my part is going to be very small because i was um never allowed small there no what is it there no small right no small parts um i was never i was the clean i cleaned everything and i served everything i did not cook anything which is fine I did grate a bunch of cheese, but that's another story that I'm going to save for another day when we talk about food to give away. Um, and I, this year I am not cooking either, but that's another story in a minute as well. But Gogi, and I've said this, never, ever served the same thing twice, the same meal in a row we have the same thing every christmas and the same thing every thanksgiving but we had turkey at christmas so we were not having it a month before so she made what she what we call gogi's chicken squares and it was like a giant chicken casserole that she cut into squares and put on her little turkey platter which is ironic that it was chicken on a turkey platter but whatever we didn't question it poultry And in the gravy boat, she put the sauce that went with it, which is not gravy. It is a sauce. And again, didn't question it. Uh, But I have typed out that recipe and it will be in the show notes. I loved it. It looks delicious. It is so good. I do. I did put exactly how it is in our family cookbook. So there's some things that I'm like, what? Like soft bread crumbs, I think just means like, you pull apart bread and you don't use like dried breadcrumbs. Gotcha. Is what I think. And does consistency do the because it's got rice and mm-hmm. bread. So does it and I guess if you cut it into squares. It's like a dressing. Okay. That's what I was yeah. Yeah. It's like a giant pan of dressing, but it has chicken in it. Um and then the the notes. <laughs> I don't know if this is a Kathy Griffiths thing or a Glory Wynn thing, but um, a spoon mixture into a buttered 13 by 9 Pyrex. It can only be a Pyrex, apparently. Listen, it can't y'all. be anything else. Um, and then she used a knife to check it to see if it came out clean. Anyway, it, it just cracks me up. The reading through the, the recipe again made me happy. Um, again i never watched this being made because it was always done like gogi was a night owl so it was done like at two in the morning (laughs) um and it was in the oven when we got there Uh, but i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna do it and i might use i'm i might go rogue and try rotisserie chicken i think that would be fine i think it'd be fine but six cups of it i'm gonna need like three right Two, maybe two but you could do two two so i'm gonna do it when i get back it's not on the katie diet but i'm gonna do it because i love it anyway we knew gogi probably should not be cooking thanksgiving anymore when there were chicken bones in it 
Uh-oh. Yep. And we were choking on the chicken bones at Thanksgiving. So, um, you know, I think she used a whole chicken as well. Mm-hmm. But there's no way one chicken will do six cups of meat. So uh-huh. she had to do two. Yeah. Um, this is one of those reminders, friends, that when your people are still alive, you need to sit with them or you need to insist on watching them. I feel the same way about my grandmother on my dad's side on Thelma's caramel icing. Oh, listen. She made the best caramel cake on this planet. And I never watched her make the caramel and I could kick myself for it. She also hand quilted and I could kick myself. I know how to do it and I can do it. And I, it's very time consuming, but the fact that I did not sit with her and watch her do that and learn from her, I mean, I'm going to cry right now. I just could kick myself for not taking the time to do that. So I think this is a good opportunity and reminder friends um that you find your people and you sit with them and and learn from them and and really know what these things are that we are passing down to our people um and that we want to pass down to our people so this is one of those things that I love I I definitely I'm gonna make it that's my resolve is that I'm gonna make it when I get back um from my trip So the other thing, the one other thing that I have through mama made these every year. They're so good. If you like sweet potato casserole, her sweet potato casserole is the best because she, it takes a lot of time, but it's worth it. And he, it doesn't matter what recipe you use for sweet potatoes. And Mandy doesn't do anything orange. So she won't give you this tip. So here it is. Whatever sweet potato recipe you use, when you cook the sweet potatoes and then put them in your KitchenAid mixer to whip them up with whatever junk you put in there with them, you need to clean the paddles several times in that process. Beat the heck out of them. So whip them, you know, multiple. Whip them good. Whip it good. So pull those beaters out, whether you use a hand mixer or your KitchenAid wipe them off because the strings of the sweet potato, what makes it stringy will attach to your paddle. And that's what mom does. And it takes her forever. And she, when I tell you, she would have the counter lined with sweet potatoes out of the oven. This woman made in bulk sweet potato casserole because it's so good. But that's the key is to get rid of the strings is to whip it and then clean your beaters off and clean the strings off and whip it again until there are none on your beaters. Um, And it takes forever, but it's worth it because it's the smoothest sweet potatoes I've ever had in my life. So there we go. Shout out Kathy Griffiths. Way to go, Kathy. The one she's going to get today. If we make sweet potato balls, I'll remember that. Yeah. Whip it and whip it good and just wipe your batter, your beaters off. That's great. <laughs> yep. 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 So those are my two things. There are some other things that we um, have as family things that I really am going to save for the episode. We're going to do an episode on food that we give away. Um. And so several of those things are things that were given to us and things that we gave away um, and gave away 
at every occasion. So I'm going to save my couple things for that. But um, the rest, and I'm going to have lots of questions, I'm sure, Mandy, because again, I don't do this. And so I'm going to learn from the master. <laughs> um, we have, um, she has graciously, and I'm pulling them up now so I can look at them while you talk, graciously made for us um, a shopping list and a, um, what's this thing called? A schedule. And so we're going to make sure those things are linked where you can see all the things. But I am just in awe of these things. <laughs> Gloria Wynn, Gogi would be so proud. Oh, she well, would. In fact, I think she's looking right now just with beaming. She is. I mean, she's watching. She's watching you right now. She is. Um, always. No, I love what you said about getting these talking to these folks because that's exactly what I did with Nanny. for those yes. of you who don't know my Nanny and Paul Paul lived in Fitzgerald I grew up in Moultrie most of my life which was an hour away and so every and my mom's an only child my dad grew up in uh Baymanette Alabama the oldest of five uh, and so my grandma Billy his mom would always say I always understood that your mom was an only child so y'all were going to spend the holidays with her yeah. parents and that's just what we did every holiday every we one of them was with Gogi saying yeah. we always yeah. came to her and Nanny always and mom would help she would be quick to tell you she was Betty Crocker homemaker of tomorrow her senior what? year in high school which we've talked about yeah. so she would help but Nanny did it all yeah. um, and she it was usually at her house and so she would have lots mm. of stuff ready when we got there um, and probably starting sometime in junior high my job in life became to mash the potatoes so that's how it started is I was the potato masher um, and just with that I would just stay in the kitchen and like pay attention to what she was doing and see what mm -hmm. I could do to help um, Speaking of, I need to do potato masher, so um, <laughs> going to order one right now. Listen, uh, and then along the way, her dressing, I have talked about um, last week how freaking good it is. But when I tell y'all that when we would get back to Moultrie after Thanksgiving and all of my sister's friends would come to our house for leftovers because they all wanted Nanny's dressing. I'm not exaggerating. So it became a priority that like we had to figure out how to make Nanny's dressing. And when my sister went to college, you know, she swam, she was a swimmer. And so mm -hmm. they didn't get to come home for Thanksgiving. So her first uh, Thanksgiving, Nanny made everything in Fitzgerald, put it in the camper. And we all drove to Nashville and had Thanksgiving in the camper. I love it. Now, there were a couple of times where we would go out to a restaurant. We've done that. I can count probably a one hand. Yeah, we did that when I was very little, when my Milledgeville, all those crazy aunts and uncles that never married were still alive. They took us to the country club when yeah, I was very yeah. little, but that was like once, Yeah, uh, maybe twice. And, you know, so yeah, just so it was all about, you know, mm -hmm. 90, 90, 90. And as she started getting older, I started sort of doing more and more until, mm -hmm. I mean, probably for the past 12, 15 years, mm -hmm. um, I've basically, basically done it all. In fact, I had a time hop today 
think it was 11 years ago today, I posted on Facebook that she had called and asked if she needed to buy a turkey. Oh, yeah. And she was hosting Thanksgiving. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I believe yeah. you do. Yep. Um, Same thing with the chicken bones. It's like, oh. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, w- I, I will tell you, there was one Thanksgiving after I'd moved here is when my friend Sarah and I had our little bakery business. And we did, the whole reason we launched it was to do desserts for Thanksgiving. So really slammed. Which I would have bought one of each. They were so good. Um, but got all that done. And I, I think maybe I like made my last delivery Wednesday at like noon. Mm. Got in the car to drive to Fitzgerald. Stopped in Tifton at Publix to get all the groceries. Mm-hmm before getting to Fitzgerald so anyway it's just it's just what we do yeah I I might bitch about it but I love it and I'm happy to do it and people will say well let's go out and I'm like no no I'm gonna cook I'm gonna cook and I'm I'm kind of the same way I love to complain and moan about you know standing leaning over the dining room table trying to clean the chandelier in my short little arms but you know Gogi asked me to do it and I in a heartbeat right whatever she asks i hate to clean i don't clean my own daggum house most of the time very well i hate to clean but if she called me and said do it i said yes ma'am and by golly if she wrapped a dish rag around a mop and told me to go mop the floors with it instead of just getting a swiffer i was doing it that's right whatever she asked i would do so i got the cleaning business and the standing in the coat closet taking people's coats at holiday parties job (laughs) And I, I did it because that's what I was told to do. So there I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it. not, I am very thankful um, that that's how all of this came about. And it, yeah. we talk about Mamie constantly on Thanksgiving. So and let is. me tell you, I have this vision of her cutting that onion <laughs> yeah, no, right? in her hand. And by the way, if you I'm not brave enough to do that. Like, if you wonder what she looks like, just picture me. Because I look. Love that. Just like her just like it's crazy um so all of that to say here we go um yeah as katie said starting with the shopping list or with the well i don't think we have to go by the like the shopping list is what it is Is it is it is made for a the menu that is contemplated in that shopping list is um turkey and dressing and brussels sprouts and pumpkin bread pudding um which i don't think that one dying to make so yeah y'all gotta make that pumpkin bread pudding and the brussels sprouts and the brussels sprouts are easy and good um so i mean it just sort of is what it is that's just something y'all can use to sort of go off of gives you an idea of what it what it looks like um we can look at the menu and the schedule. All right. Um, I got that pulled up, ready to go. I'm opening it now. <laughs> so um, this is for a dry brined turkey, which I okay. haven't heard for, for a lot of years. All the rage was to do a brined turkey, yep. like a brine. Haven't seen as much about that this year but i am not a fan i am a fan okay. of the dry brined turkey which we'll talk about okay um and the dressing brussels sprouts with pancetta this the grocery list does not include the ingredients for the strawberry pretzel salad because my mom makes that that's not your job 
um, and then the pumpkin bread pudding. So, and I'm going to do at least one or two other things I haven't decided on yet, but this is sort of what I know we'll have. Um, and so we usually eat in, you know, the early afternoon. Um, so this schedule sort of is aiming towards that as your goal. Um, you can start right now baking your cornbread and freezing it. If you're going to make any pie, you can go ahead and make your pie crust and freeze it. Um, you can do that at any point this week and be fine. Um, as early as Monday is when you can start working on your dry brined turkey. And we uh, linked a recipe for a dry brined turkey. Basically, all you're doing with a dry brined turkey is going ahead and pulling it out of the packaging, getting the neck out, which if you have a teenage boy in your life, I recommend pulling the neck out with them around. Yeah. Because they will laugh and think it is funny. Because, um, oh. you know, is yeah. there anything more phallic than a turkey neck? No. Oh. Uh, so you pull it out, you get it all set up in the roasting pan, and then you cover it with salt, basically. And I do a, usually do like a citrus salt. Um, and you put right. that all over the skin of the turkey and let it sit for up to three days. I usually don't get to where I'm cooking in time to do it for three days. Um, so I can't remember if I've, I may have done it for three days before I can't remember, but like, so the recipe provides that you can start as early as three days, but even if it's just, you know, overnight, it's great. Love that. So you can go ahead. I'm looking at it um, now. I'll, it looks delicious. It really is. It, I mean, it's good. It, it uh and Nani would always I don't think I put this anywhere Nani would always sprinkle the turkey with some um baking soda which if you ever follow if you follow any of the serious eats recipe mm. they've got a guy Kenji Lopez Alt I think is his name who's mm. sort of a scientist and anytime yeah. he's doing anything that wants a crispy skin he puts baking soda on it. So I guess that's why she did it. So she have, didn't really know. <laughs> have you ever heard, okay, this may be sacrilegious and a conversation we want to have on another episode, but have you ever put a little bit of baking soda in your sweet tea? No. I, it It's it's a thing and it, okay, we'll, we'll discuss. Okay. I don't okay. normally make sweet tea anymore. I don't either, yeah. Uh, but there, some people put a pinch of baking soda in there. Who knew? I know, right? Hmm. Um. Anyway, you can do that too. Like once you with the brine mm -hmm. and that. Um. I will say one year. I think maybe that year that I just got to Fitzgerald on Wednesday night, and I tried to do the dry brine. If you only ha don't do it one night ahead, because then you're just gonna have a really salty. Yeah, turkey. yeah, yeah. You, you gotta, gotta have it. enough time yeah. to sort of absorb that salt. Um, so typically I'll do that on Tuesday. So um, when you say, um, citrus, like the one I'm looking at on Epicurious that you linked has fennel and chili and maple. I don't know how, I guess maple brown sugar maybe. So do you do just salt or do you put salt and like, um, a dehydrated orange or orange zest? Yeah. I just, just zest orange it. zest and I salt zest it into um and i'll do orange and lemon mm. with the salt and then just spread it all over 
So I wonder if I could do that with just a turkey breast. A thousand percent. Because I also usually have to cook a turkey breast in addition to the turkey because we like leftovers and we Mm -hmm. never have enough leftover turkey. But yeah, I've done it with that. And it's just COVID, the gear of COVID. It's just me. Yeah, that's what the year COVID, it was just me. Um, and that's exactly what I did. I did turkey breast just like that in a little iron skillet of dressing. Okay. You can totally do it. Done. Um, and then also in my turkey cavity, I'll just put onions and citrus, lemons and oranges, um, and then whatever herbs you can buy. Typically sage will start selling out fresh Mm. sage. So, um, if you're going to the grocery store late this week, I would go ahead and get your sage now. They typically will also sell like a poultry season, poultry blend. And that's great. Just get a couple of those, um, stuff those in the cavity, put some, uh, pepper in there as well. Um, and then just let that puppy sit, um, in the fridge. You can also on Tuesday, go ahead and make your pumpkin bread for your pumpkin bread pudding. And really and truly, if you're doing any sort of casseroles, like if you're doing a broccoli casserole mm-hmm. or squash casserole, even your dressing, yeah, you can go ahead and get those made already and pop them in the fridge and just let them sit. Um, so if you want to do sort of do, if you do a little bit all along next week, then it won't feel so overwhelming on Thursday so morning. Here's something else you can do. I just thought about this because this makes my heart happy is maybe make an extra loaf of the pumpkin bread and eat it for breakfast. Just toast it with a little butter or put some cream cheese on there. And when you heat it up, I love a pumpkin bread with a little cream cheese on it for breakfast. Yeah, for sure. And you can make it, it's a good hostess gift. So you can make an extra loaf, even freeze it if you needed it for later. Um, Yeah you know we're again we're going to talk about things to give away but there's a perfect thing that you can make extra of to pop in the freezer to give away later or to eat and just go ahead and do it while you're making one might as well make two might as well make two yep um then on wednesday um i will typically go ahead and start working on the dressing with the butter and the onions and the celery and i'm just gonna go ahead and tell you you go ahead you're gonna need that one more stalk of celery yes every year it never fails i'm like oh i think i'm good and then my sister mm-hmm. will be like nope you need one more so mm-hmm. go on you need that one more stalk of celery go on and chop it up while you're chopping love it um but you can get your dressing all assembled you can make the cream anglaise for the pumpkin bread pudding um and you can make the pudding part of the pumpkin bread pudding. You can go ahead and make both of those. Um, you can actually go ahead and make your gravy ahead of time if you want. Um, I don't have a recipe for gravy because I just kind of wing it. Uh, well, and don't forget, I linked I linked last time. So in the show notes for last week, I linked the gravy separator. So... I hope you've ordered that from Amazon because it will come in time if you still want to order it and to do the it, gravy. Do it, y'all. It's so worth it. It makes your yep. life so much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I will do is I make a sage compound butter. So you just soften a stick of butter and then chop up some sage. And I'll usually put some uh, citrus zest in that too. 
Um, and then you take that, what you're going to do on Thursday morning, as soon as you get up Thursday morning, pull that turkey out of the fridge and let it sit on the counter for a little bit. Cause you want it to come to room temperature as much as you can. Mm-hmm. And then and slather, slather that puppy with that compound sage butter. Mm. And then I'm sorry, if you're poultry averse, close your ears, lift that skin up mm-hmm. and slather exactly. it mm-hmm. under the skin mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to do that when I, so I think when I get back, I'm going to do gogies just cause, um, and when I'm done eating that, cause it's going to take me like three weeks <laughs> because it's huge. I may see if I can half it, but, yeah. um, anyway, when I'm done with that, I think I'm going to do this Turkey breast mm-hmm. and I'm going to make that compound butter. Now I will also say a compound butter is not hard to make. And they are delicious. And so I highly recommend that you add compound butters to your repertoire and you can do savory and sweet. A cinnamon yep. compound butter on some pumpkin bread, on toast, on an English muffin. Yep. It's, it's like yep. Texas Roadhouse butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, you can keep it in the freezer. You can keep it in the fridge. And use real butter. Yes. Don't use margarine. It's the only thing I adamantly, sorry, Gogi. I'm looking at her portrait. Sorry. It's the only thing I completely disagree with her about. Well, that gets back to that whole Cool Whip discussion. Yeah. Because margarine was one of those newfound things that they thought was all the rage. And And they they thought it was healthier. It is not healthier. Real Butter. natural ingredients are always going to be healthier than plastic amen so anyway i love a compound butter so a sage compound butter i'm gonna say it's right up my alley so it's, it's just perfect. you just do sage and butter mm-hmm. do you use salted butter for your savory compound butters no never... because you brine that turkey and i okay and i typically don't use salted butter i like to add my own yeah. i don't so okay if it weren't tips. going on brine turkey, I might, but because it's tips. not brine okay. turkey, we don't want any more salt. Um, the other thing to do first thing before you put the turkey in the oven is to cube your pumpkin bread and toast it. Which wow. sounds like I could just eat that. It's really good. And it's good pumpkin bread too. Yeah. Again, um, make an extra. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then, so the way I cook my turkey, it's based on a Giada de Laurentiis recipe from years and years ago. And you start it out at 400 mm-hmm. um, and you cook it for about 20 minutes on 400. And then you cover the breast with foil at that point and you pour chicken broth into the bottom of the roasting pan. And that just sort of helps it stay moist and it also makes really good stuff i'm sorry i know Um, it's better than wet you don't want wet turkey Um, but it it keeps it gives you (laughs) non-dry it keeps you gives you good stuff to make your uh to pour in that gravy separator yeah um and then after go ahead i was gonna say the one other tip that i've seen that i've never used but i think it's a good tip is to keep some chicken broth speaking of chicken broth heated on the stove bobby flay does that 
Um, and that helps like if you're running late or if something is dry and you want it to be not dry, um, <laughs> you have that, it's warm. So it's not, you know, yeah. you're not pouring some, something cold and, you know, it won't be warm like a warm dish, but you'll have that warm chicken broth on the stove for, uh, you know, correcting things and emergency things. And typically what I have going is the chicken neck. I mean, the turkey neck, mm-hmm. the phallus, mm-hmm. and the um, and I pour some chicken broth over it and throw in some herbs mm-hmm. and just have that sort of simmering, mm-hmm. and that will end up forming the base of my gravy. Wow. But I also, you know, if I need it for this or that, I've got it. But then also that's sort of what I use to start mm-hmm. the gravy. Like it helps if your dressing is dry, you can pour it over that. You know, he put, he just used it for all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Nope. It's a great idea. Um, so after about an hour at 400, then you drop the temp down to 350 and you want to cook it. The, the Giada recipe. Do you do the working. breast, the, the turkey breast the same way? Like, do you start mm-hmm. it off at 400 and then drop it to 350? I'm, I probably wouldn't with the breasts. Just put it directly in there at yeah. whatever temp. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I didn't think so, but I just want to check because, you know, I'm doing this after. Yes. I'm doing it. Just the oh breasts, though. I don't want to eat turkey for five weeks. I think the turkey breast recipe I used, Katie, was an Ina recipe. Okay. If you want to Google that. I will. Yeah. So let me I get... use the flavoring of, and oranges, Um, I can't remember if I put that on the recipe or not but i like an orange mm-hmm. flavor in addition like everybody uses always uses lemon and um uh, but i like an orange in it too i don't know there's something about that um Herb roasted turkey breast there we go there you go um, so i use the flavor profile of this but i use that technique okay um and i will say this so like i remember nanny getting up at the crack of dawn to put the turkey on and me thinking like, gosh, you got it at five in the morning to put the turkey on. And then it still took forever. Your turkey, inevitably, when I have made turkeys, they are ready ready sooner than I anticipated. So just want to like check it. It's hard too. The other thing is make sure you have lowered the rack as low as it'll go in your oven because those turkey breasts are going to get done a lot faster than the mm-hmm. rest of the turkey um if you can spat i did a spatchcock turkey one one mm-hmm. year and it was great um so if you want to go through the hassle of spatchcock on your turkey you can do that or if you can get a butcher to do it for you i was about to say so spatchcock for our non-cooking friends is when you flatten it out you basically take the backbone out and you flatten it so everything is kind of at the same level and so you don't have to worry as much as much about drying out in certain places because it's all the same level yeah yeah and we will my family's basically uh white meat family oh i'm a i'm a dark meat girl I have been known to go ahead and cut, you know, pull the turkey out and mm. cut the breast and then stick it back in. Mm-hmm. I've been known to do that too. Um, but just start checking it. This the the Giada recipe I um was looking at last night to refresh my memory. Um, said about another hour and a half. The other thing to order right now, if you don't have it, is a meat thermometer, a good meat thermometer. Um, and put it 
in where I like to put it in is sort of the thicket, like the front of the turkey breast mm -hmm. where it's really thick. Um, you want to put it in there um, and don't hit bone because if you hit bone, that'll throw off your temperature. It throws again. it off. Yeah. Um, so, but that's sort of where I like to check. And I'm going to add one to my cart now. Yes. Yes. Because I don't um, think I. The I have the Thermapen, um, which, and those are great, but then I ended up getting a, like a cheaper version off of Amazon and it's been good too. So there's a Thermo Pro digital. Do you do digital? The digital is what I've got. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to, um, add to my cart. I don't want red cause you know, Georgia. That won't do. No, we'll do gray. Actually, I actually have an orange one on Love my it. right now. Add to cart. This is um, why I keep things handy so I can <laughs> order. I'm telling you, I do whatever Mandy tells me to do. I do it. Lord My life you. is so much better because <laughs> I've just decided that I just, if she says do it, that's what I do. So mm -hmm. I just Googled and linked into the show notes, the Ina Garden Herb Roasted Turkey Breast Recipe, because that's what Mandy said for me to do. Awesome. And so you're, sharing, do it. you're sharing. So kind. Sharing with the world. Um, anyway, so once your turkey gets to like 165, um, pull it out. Then the challenge is always figuring out how to get it out of the pan into something to rest on without burning the stew out of yourself. So I got you, for you. well, I mean, I have some of those lifters, but a like, teenage boy, <laughs> just let somebody else do it. Let my nephew burn himself instead of me burning mine. But I mean, anyway, he's a he's strong boy. Let him go. Oh, and then at that point is when you pour all that stuff, all that good stuff into the gravy separator and let it do its magic. Cover all, like if you're making the dressing, once the gravy separator has done its thing, then you pour some of that good stuff over the dressing before you put it in the oven. And then, so you, at that point you put all your casseroles in um get those started you can also then put your roasting pan on two eyes of your stove and scrape up all the good bits mm -hmm. and you sort of use that to make your flour use some of that broth that you've had on the back eye mm -hmm. make make out your flour make, make your root with your flour yes or your gravy you got it. Thank you. Um, so you can start that process. You can also, you can, while the turkey's cooking, you could have gone ahead and like gotten your Brussels sprouts washed and chopped, but then you chop your pancetta, get it browned, get your Brussels sprouts going. Um, and then carve your turkey. If you've got any rolls, throw them in there. Or cheese um, muffins, which again, that recipe's coming. That whole story's coming. To be, to be revealed. Mm -hmm. um, open your can of cranberry sauce and put it on a pretty plate. Um, I got to do that too. I did get to do that. With the cranberry sauce. Mm -hmm. um, With the knife. And anyway, yep. Mm -hmm. Good job, yep. Um, and then go ahead and assemble your bread pudding, which just means you've got your bread toasted bread cubes and your Pyrex um and then for the pudding mixture over that 
and then it's it actually cooks in a water bath so you mm -hmm. just have to make sure you've got a bigger vessel to be able to put the pyrex in and then once you sit down to eat you put the bread pudding in the oven eat and then your bread pudding will be ready in about 45 minutes love it so eat that and then go lie down because your back has given out yes my With favorite that. so uh, this whole schedule and list and everything my favorite part the non-informative favorite part of this whole thing is that you say on wednesday night eat a pizza so yes and as a matter of fact i have i mean get takeout pizza if you want to yes but you linked a recipe uh, i do love a deep dish pizza and i linked a recipe for that and have pizza with your favorite salad and if you need inspiration on a bagged salad Go check out my buddy Caro Chambers on Instagram that I talked about a couple weeks ago because she's yes. got a great series right now about how to zhuzh up a bag salad. But seriously, like that's what you do on Wednesday night is you eat pizza. You eat pizza. So I love that. So all of this is so informative. Mandy, I really do. I know I say it and I joke. I'm not joking. I feel like I learned a lot. I feel like I am inspired to pare this down and make it just for myself um i will probably make those brussels sprouts at some point because i love brussels sprouts but i am craving my grandmother's which is just the generic broccoli casserole recipe so i'll probably make that i love yeah. kathy's squash recipe i yeah. might make a squash casserole you know what else i love that i saw the other day i love a pineapple casserole with the cheese and the ritz crackers so easy we couldn't have that because Bill Caldwell hates pineapple. Well, Bill Caldwell can. Bill Caldwell, my left toe. <laughs> but I love it's like dessert. It's like the sweet potato casserole is like dessert. Um, so I mean, I, I think everything you told us today and all these recipes, all the deep dish pizza. My goodness, you can make that whenever. They translate to much more than Thanksgiving, but we just put it all together for this holiday. And I have learned a lot. I have things in my cart for Amazon that I will be purchasing. Um, and I, if, if y'all are looking, as y'all are like finalizing your menu and trying to figure out, the thing to think about is you're going to have stuff in the oven. Yes. So if you're trying to find that one last thing to add, look for a stovetop recipe. Yes, that is already full. Huge. To remember and that. Thing, uh, one more thing uh, to, at the very bottom yeah. down there was uh, drinks. Now, Nanny was a teetotaler. And uh, well, that's we, unfortunate. We uh, we would have to go to the Walmart in Fitzgerald and not only buy a bottle of wine, but buy a wine opener because she didn't even have that. Um, so we don't typically do um, drinks. Yeah, we um, didn't either. But I will tell you, I needed it, now, but we didn't. I don't <laughs> I bought some dinners. um cheese gal on insta okay um, hold on let me get my phone out and get on instagram and he's been doing a series of thanksgiving cocktails that look to die for um and i actually made last night a recipe smitten kitchen in her cookbook that i just got last week has a recipe for apple cider old fashions and you boil down the apple cider to make like a syrup 
Yes. So whatever your favorite old fashioned recipe is, instead of the sugar cube, you just boil down this apple cider and then use that instead of the sugar cube. So, and she actually has a recipe. It's a batch. Love it. Together. And oh. it keeps for a month in the refrigerator. Look, the this this cheese go gal. follow cheese gal because she's got whipped goat cheese with spiced cranberries, uh crispy baked borson, like and drinks. So I'm all about that. Yeah, apple so if cider appetizers or drinks, go check yep. out Cheese Girl because she's been doing a great so there's an apple when we do we're gonna do drinks and appetizers for one episode when we do that i'm gonna there's a baked brie that i do and i take apple juice and put apple cider spices which i'm um there's a a brand that i love that i will share and i put raisins and walnuts in it and let the raisins plump and a little bit of bourbon and apple juice and these spices and I pour it over a brie and bake it. Yum. Girl. Sounds good. So doing it like as a full drink though sounds amazing. Yeah. And it's a batch recipe too. So you so, can just have it. Yeah. And- so that might be um what I do as well. Yeah. Um awesome. Maybe yeah. this has been great. This is so informative. Um, I really just am so thankful you put a lot of effort into this. Um, I typed out one recipe. Listen, as I said, that shopping list has been saved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a million years. So thank you for sharing that all with us. Absolutely. I'm glad to do it. I've done a couple of years. I've tried to like on my Mandy Cooks and Corona Instagram Mm -hmm. account. Yeah. Tried to like do a play by play while I'm cooking and inevitably I forget something but yeah well I mean you know hopefully you and I I'm gonna have a very different Thanksgiving experience and we'll talk about that in a minute tell us what you're doing but hopefully on our uh Instagram feed we can both do that this year you know kind of share especially now that everybody's gonna have these lists and these recipes um I uh, am so excited to see how it all comes together. Tell the people what you're doing. So, okay, this year, (laughs) um, I usually, well, lately have spent Thanksgiving. Well, I used to spend Thanksgiving with my, um, uh, the evil ones (laughs) family. (laughs) And uh, anyway, so I have started doing Thanksgiving different places but this year i decided um because my friends the walkers who i spent last thanksgiving with do every other year and they do their outlaws one year and then they all come together one year and so this is the outlaw year and so i thought well heck i deserve to be pampered i haven't been on an actual vacation where i didn't have to cook for myself i have wonderful friends who offer me their um, vacation houses for free and I appreciate that so much but I still have to clean it up and I still have to cook for myself so this year I'm going to Cashers North Carolina to stay at a place called High Hampton it is an old Edwards Inn property if you have ever heard of that part of the world and old Edwards they have beautiful places this is their property that's kind of outside of town and so there's a lake 
and their Adirondack chairs sit out by the lake and their fireplaces and porches and restaurants. And I'm going to sit and let other people wait on me for several days. Like feel like you need an old fashioned in the Adirondack chair. Believe me when I say I have studied, studied the bourbon list. Good. I have studied the menus, which by the way, is full of orange food that you would not like. <laughs> That's what I kept thinking when I was looking at the video. I was like, oh, this all looks delicious. Mandy would hate every bit of this. I don't hate it. I just it's don't love all it. pumpkin all the time. I don't know what it will look like on Thanksgiving Day, but um, they have a concierge who I've talked to multiple times. And I've said, look, I just want a quiet place to sit and write. I know you're writing a lot of sermons and a lot of Advent devotions while I'm up there. Maybe a paper or two. I'm going to take some books that are not about Jesus and read them. Lessons um, in chemistry. Yes, that's, yeah, that's going with me. And then a book that I'm reading that I think you would really like. And I think this group, maybe we should do it. Not that we do book club kind of stuff, but it's called The Art of Gathering. I think it's called The Art of Gathering. It's about just, it's not a faith-based book. It's just about gathering people together and um, it's supposedly wonderful. And so I'm going to read that. Good. Um, but I'm going to be waited on and it, you know, I deserve it. Proud of you. It's just and for I'm a couple days. You. I'm proud of you for making new traditions. Yes. I know that's not hard. I mean, I know that is hard. That's not easy. It uh, is. Um, and but the, you know you're making it into a positive yes and you're yes it gets back to sort of that what we talked about about being alone yes and it's a it's a grown-up thing to recognize that being alone on this particular holiday is what you would rather do yeah making that happen and uh, you know i I could have gone other places. Thousand places. I had invitations from lovely friends, but I'm in the middle of school. I've got so it's getting to the end of the semester. I'm going to be busier in a one arm paper hanger. So I just wanted a minute to breathe and let that be a lesson because I know a lot of people who listen. Well, if my friends listen, the ones that do listen, then they do. We have some listeners. So but the ones who sometimes listen this applies to this year especially yeah. there's been a lot of loss there's been a lot of change yeah and give yourself permission to make this holiday be what it needs to be for you yes whatever you that know, looks like. and i know you've had some shifting and adjusting you go to nashville now or nash vegas every single thanksgiving growing up we went to go get marcia's house except maybe this one or two every single year and when that could not happen anymore it was devastating but it was also a chance to start fresh and start new and figure out what I for myself needed um and you know same with Christmas every Christmas Eve we went to my dad's mother's house and we had those wonderful things and her caramel cake that I didn't learn to make and, you know, we don't do that anymore. And so it gives us an opportunity 
And now you don't have to work Christmas Eve. (laughs) So it gives us an opportunity to start afresh and to figure out what really is meaningful to us and then do that. Yeah. And finding peace and serenity and having a moment to breathe is very important to me. Um, and I don't know if that'll change once I'm out of school or not, which I don't know, maybe it's cool for a long time. I'm thinking about doctoral programs already. So, I mean, call me doctor, whatever, but I, you know, it, giving yourself grace and a moment to breathe is always a good thing. And I, it has been a very hard lesson for me to learn. Um, and it's hard to say no to people that expect you to say yes, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it is worth it for your mental health and stability and for your own personal, um, well-being. And so I'm thrilled that I get to go by myself to this beautiful place and sit. I even told the lady, um, I was like, uh, and she's very nice. Debbie is her name. And Debbie said, I said, look, I just need, I want to make sure there's going to be somewhere for me to eat on Thanksgiving day. I don't care where it is. She was like, Oh no, no, we gotcha. And I said, look, it's just me. Put me at the bar on the far end. I will talk to the waitresses. I love doing that. That's a pro tip for all of us single gals sit at the end of the bar where all the wait stuff hangs out and they will keep you in stitches and you can laugh at all the other customers with them and they'll tell you who's a pain and who's not. It's so much fun. I said, or you can put me at a table in the corner. I don't care. I will be bringing my book and sitting and enjoying whatever meal and reading and just loving life. And she was like, oh no, we got you. (laughs) Well, good. I can't wait wait to hear what that looks like. Yeah. And I'll post pictures too. It's a beautiful place. Yeah. But I hope everybody will take a page from Katie's. Oh, you're sweet. And do what you need to do for yourself, whatever that looks like. And I hope you all will have a joyful holiday. Yes. And we hadn't decided what we're doing next week. It'll it'll sort of depend on uh, how much I'm cooking. Yeah. (laughs) As to whether we have time to record or not but we'll we'll let y'all know (laughs) absolutely um i am thankful for first of all for jt can we just give jt another shout out jt gets us on all the things and we love jt probably doesn't listen because he thinks we're i don't know he thinks i'm crazy but um so thankful for jt this year and mandy you know i've said it but i'll say it again i'm so thankful for you for our friendship for all these years but that we've um really solidified it here for all the world to see but it's so much fun to do it is such a great uh creative outlet for me and i appreciate you very much same to you my friend for sure for sure we wouldn't be thankful for everybody i know i'm thankful for everybody that listens too Um, i feel like i i don't know birch but i feel like i've made a new friend we need to I've got a running list from Birch and I think and my friend Lee has sent a couple of requests. So we've got some we've got some subjects we need to cover for our listeners at some point too. So definitely folks are folks are cooking our stuff and watching our shows and we love it. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody.
Happy, happy. We adore all of you and can't wait to see you either Thanksgiving week, if we can manage it, or after. We will let you know. Happy yeah, we'll let you know. Keep an eye on the socials. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Brooker, gobble <laughs> to the gobble, my girl. You gobble that shit right up. Love y'all. <laughs>